Welcome to the show. I'm Bill Kilgourn and he is John Redmond. And together we'll bring you all the latest gossip that's around the junior game. Do you have a nice Christmas and New Year, John? Very Happy quiet. New Year, by the way. Ah, same to yourself, Bill, and all the listeners and everybody else have come on all the only one I wouldn't think. Happy New Year to you. We're going there on Saturday and walking. Oh, that's right. It's a typical cable class, isn't it? Well, it's a game of football, it's not a typical class, Bill. Of course it is. It's a typical cable class. See, when you're at a typical table and you're sitting next to you, with only two points behind you, it's a typical cable class. Or one point behind them. That's right. One point, John. Or was it? I thought it was two. Yeah, it's only a point behind, but the same game's played now. Aye. So it's all to play for. Not just Saturday for the rest of the season as well. I know, Saturday. Because once come we're all getting top, they'll not get down. These guys will never get them off the top again. Well, hopefully that's not right, Bill. Hopefully that's not right. But we'll see. You never, you never know. You never know. Anyway, back to what we're saying. <laughs> back to what we're saying. I hope everybody out there had a Merry Christmas anyway. We're going to talk about referees going to the wrong grounds, John. Oh, I've experienced that, Bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about the pyramid because obviously um, we know about the early um, meeting about the pyramid this month. So we'll have a wee chat about that. Um, we'll look at we'll talk about other things as well. Mm-hmm. But I see we've got two guests on, no one but two, and yes. they're foes this Saturday. They are so, and I'm delighted to welcome the two gentlemen from Cumbernauld, the chairman, George George Watson here, and his right hand side there, we've got Andy Frame, the manager. So welcome, both lads. Nice to see you. Ah, good to be here, and uh, nice to meet you, John. Oh, yes. and, uh, Happy yourself, Bill. Thanks very much. Thanks for having us, guys, and happy new year. No bother. Before we go any further, let me just say that. The Hartrick Bar at Cumbernauld's ground uh-huh. actually sponsored the, jo- the show, John. Do you know that? I knew you were praising the pies at one time, Bill. I knew you were talking about Cumbernauld pies, but I didn't know the Hartrick Bar sponsor. That's very well, well they, they've started sponsoring their sponsors for this month. Oh, fantastic. There you are. Well, and it's all down to that man sitting next to you. Appreciate I, was, I was going to say maybe Colby when I, I was. <laughs> 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 I've had no jobs. I, I don't drink, so I don't know how. Listen, <laughs> 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 he came with a begging bowl, so that's oh. it. He's like that, you know, he's like that anyway. Oh, Welcome, boys. Uh, how's your season going so far, Andy? Well, we've started well, obviously. I don't think it's any secret. You know, Saturday's uh, kind of talk of the juniors uh, in the last week or so. Um, we've started well, we're, we're happy with the way things are going, but. Obviously, we'll see how things go um, this you week. You just missed out last year and getting promotion. It must have been heartbreaking for you. So, what did you do to combat it this year? Okay, it was it was it was heartbreaking, but that's the right word. And we, we, we did everything we, we could have we, we, to go through nine goals in one season. I don't think any club can sustain that. So, we knew you know majority of the boys were, were good enough to, to to compete at least. So we set out just trying to add to what we had last year. We got the boys done that we wanted done. We brought in a goalkeeper for, first and foremost, um, yep. and uh, we added where we thought we needed to, to strengthen. So touch wood, it's gone. It's gone okay so far. And you know, say they're looking in for the last couple of years. I think inconsistency is a bit of a problem, but this year you seem to add consistency into your game now. Am I saying that? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I definitely, John. I would, I would agree with that. I mean, I think last year we were losing games. As I, as I mentioned there, the goalkeeping situation was a huge issue for us. So we were, we were in top, you know, and I think both of you have seen us and you know we, we were in top and the majority of games we, mm-hmm. were, we were passing the ball well and then we would lose a silly goal which we were then trying to scrape back into the game and I think to lose out with two points it, it was uh, it was tough and so obviously myself and uh, George we sat down and realised where we, we had to, to strengthen and uh, you're right you know, this year we've been, a, we've been a lot more consistent we've scored goals at the right time mm-hmm. you know, Darren, Darren Hill can't, can't speak highly enough for him he's pulled off some tremendous saves at the right times as well 
you know, you were at the Shorts yep, game, aye, Bill, aye. and he was, he was phenomenal that night, and we go in and win the game 3-2, that's definitely a game last year, we would have drawn or we would have lost that last year, so these, these extra points, you know, do make a massive difference. Is it a must you have to go up, George, this year, um, from financial side of it, or? I think if we don't go up this year, there's, you know, even <laughs> my point of view, I don't know where I go with this. I keep saying to Andy, this is the year, this is the year, but, you know, it's got to be this year, and we've given ourselves a great chance, this, this issue, you know, you know, until we go over the line, you know, you, you can't Nothing's say guaranteed. I've got a great motto in football, you're only one game away for a crisis. And I love that because, you know, you, you, as soon as you get one defeat Saturday night, you're sitting there and you think you're, you know, Andy's on the phone about that and all that. So, a long, long way to go. And Saturday's a big game, but again, it's another three points and that's really what it is, you know. Huge game and I think Nico obviously acknowledges this as well. It's not going to have a, a you know huge bearing and obviously yeah, both no. teams going up, but listen, it's, it's, well, it's well spoken about and... I think it's a, I think it's credit to both teams that you know, we're getting spoken the, the manner that we are and uh, looking forward to it. The thing that's impressed myself, that's team what you use in Club Mall, many a time I've been at a double game and looking at the scores between 3 0 down at half time, just 4 0 down at half time. Yeah. It's come back and win 4 3, 5 4. That shows some character in your that, team. It's not that good, John. No, for me. But no, again, like, um, these are games last year without doubt we would have we would have come back and drawn or we would have lost the game but the way that the, the guys I think the, the disappointment obviously that spurred myself and George on but more importantly the players I mean the majority of players that we've got this year were, were with us last year like so Tony Stevenson Ross McCabe Kieran McLean and Connor Stevenson Paul Callum they're all you know, guys that have, have, have been with us for, for a couple of and years and the boys that you've brought in today they've knitted in pretty well as well um, uh, without a doubt Darren um, was, was a huge signing for us Scott Thompson up front you know he's sitting in 20 odd goals already so far so um, you know, when when we knew we needed that last year, um, Cal was a was a top goal scorer, aye, so aye. we needed a striker that, that would be able to put the, the ball in the net. You, you know, you brought in Johnny McStay who scored goals for fun. Anyway, Johnny, I mean, I don't know how he does it because I don't think he knows how he does it himself. Absolute <laughs> smashing boy, oh, real, real, real nice boy. And again, I think. Um, if you, if you ask any any of us, we have got a decent dress. I know everybody does say that, but we've got yeah. a good bunch of boys, and they, they stick together. They welcome players into the the, the squad, so mm-hmm. it makes it easier for them to obviously hopefully perform on a, a Saturday. What's your what's your thing for next year and when you get promoted like that? When you get promoted, <laughs> what, what what's your goal then? Is it to consolidate in the league and uh, just try and stay there for as long as you want to go in there and try and um, upset the Apple Cup? I try not to look too. F- Far ahead, you know, until we get there. But to be honest with you, you know what I will say that um, you know, talking about Andy about the squad we've got, and you know, I look at Rutherglen who went up last year and the situation in the room that people yeah. are saying, well, if, you know, where they went wrong is have no strength in the squad, and mm-hmm. obviously they've been hit with. I say no strength in the squad. They haven't brought in enough yeah. quality. That's yeah. what they're saying. So, mm-hmm. on one hand, we've just signed. 17 players of the current squad for next yep. year so mm-hmm. in one hand we're doing the exact same thing but I look at the squad we've got and the players we've brought in you know you look at the team you know, more than half of them have played at the top level some uh, whether it's senior football uh-huh. um, so we're pretty geared up for, I think you know and, and we've already played three or four uh, Premier League teams mm-hmm. and you know we knocked out the, the Scottish Warroford uh, 1-0 we merely held our own fact we should have won that again Get knocked out with Coburn in the West with penalties. Um, another game that could have went either way. So, 
It's getting that happy medium, George, isn't it? Because you want to be loyal to the boys who get you that division exactly. and give them a chance, but at the same time, you want to look after your club to make sure they're going to have to keep you in that division at least. I just want to be honest, George. I know we're kind of talking as if it's, it's, it's no harm yet. We're no, no, there yet. And we, no. We are, I we are, you know, we, we are, we, we, we are <laughs> concentrating on <laughs> that. The club, the club um, we've got to find, for me as a manager, you've got to find a happy medium, uh, keeping a bit of stability and keeping you know a crux of a squad but understanding you know what where you need to where you need to add and we have done it this year so mm-hmm. we'll, we'll have a look one, hopefully once we once we get there if we right, get so if you two are then going to go up who do you think the next challengers to that then there's, 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 a, there's a number but uh, Nielsen Blantyre Renfrew shots are still in there with a shout as well you know there's a, there's a number I think that to go on the run that Nielsen and Blanc oh. yeah, that's, that's phenomenal that is um, you know yeah. and, and credit to them I, 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 I like the, you know, the way that, that, that John Gibson by John I what I said is obviously we get 2-1 with Nielsen last kick of the ball penalty mm-hmm. and uh, they took a penalty and the referee put full time never gives a chance to uh, start again mm-hmm. um, I wasn't really impressed with Nielsen whether it was an off day for him or no but uh, um, they came with a game plan and the game plan was long ball mm-hmm. but after we went one one nothing up in front and it was the same it went up to half time they got bored and started playing football mm-hmm. and they were a better team then I think you've got to give Nielsen a bit of credit yeah. and a wee bit, oh, of, aye, a wee bit of bogey team for us you know yeah, we, right. and um, you've got to hand it to their, their, you know, their, their management team mm-hmm. they seem to be able to set a stall out you know and we, we kind of stall out the break them down yeah. so if you, went, if you went and looked at the two teams it looked as if you know they're going to be in the equation. Uh, yep, you'd probably say Blantyre are a better football team, but but again, Blantyre, so youth, biggest percentage of our youth players, yeah, so young they, 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 they fear. Yeah, sweet. Well, peace about them as well. Yeah. They have, and they, they never, they never give up. Even your know, first game of the season, we actually beat them four-one at, uh, at our park, and uh, even at that stage, they were still fighting right to the end. Obviously, when we when we went to their park. They unfortunately beat us 3-2 they got revenge on us but Aye. that's what they just never gave up you know, no. they kept going I think that 4-1 four, four game at the beginning of the season Andy I think it was nothing each half time yeah. you know, were, even then you could tell they were a good team, team you know, we just Aye. on top of them you know. there wasn't much in it and mm-hmm. we scored at the right time but uh, there's, there's a number and, and again credit to the to the league and I think you look at okay Rutherland have struggled a wee bit but Benberg and Rossville are doing well in, in the top league in particular Rossville so you just need to get there I know you're saying well that Nielsen maybe don't play but it's just about getting into well, the well, league of course, of course it is aye <laughs> and that'll be, that'll be it doesn't matter if, if you win one nothing or, mm. or 21 nothing as long as you get the three points it takes you up there that's what it's all about the best thing you can happen sadly Bill the teams are chasing they're going to be the winners on Saturday because they're looking at three points and Colin looking at three points, so right. someone's going to go. Right. What happens if, if it's a draw? It's a lot better for everybody else. If the Blantyres and the Renfrews win their game, that's not a pressure. You look at that and, you know, Blantyre away at Atherley Saturday, so that's not a game, is it? You know? No, no, it's you definitely know? not a game, so, you know. You know, you could turn around and, who's to say, it could end up a draw, just a guy's medal, and you could end up with the status quo, depending on how other results go. George, right? After the part, George, I mean, you have to raise money. Um, obviously, you, you do things. So what's your main income coming in? Is it through? That's me. That's you. It's <laughs> <laughs> George, that's your main income. I was going to say, is it through your... Um, your, your, your pitches that you've got your five sides and things like that well listen it's probably I, I don't know I, I don't tell people how to run their junior club no, and vice no, versa no. but no. you know I, when I got involved with coming out 20 years ago we had to you know we were shutting the doors and we had to right. go up a plan to save them and basically we've been doing the route of the, the hat tricks which is run as a business but mm-hmm. the benefit for us in that and it's no a case that 
I'll be honest, my my wife looks after it. She, she does it all, and she'll not let me take a penny. Out <laughs> it, so. No, but the good thing about it is, you know, we don't have to worry about paying for rent, no. for lighting, for heating, for mm-hmm. training facilities, it's for catering. So all we've got to do is find the wages, mm-hmm. and so in that sense, I mean, I sit here and. I look at other teams. I go, how do they do it? You know, we mm-hmm. we've got all that. We don't have to worry about because mm-hmm. it's all taken care of mm-hmm. for us. You know, and it's a struggle. So, but even even though we've got that team, for you know, I've tried so hard to bring a, a commercial manager on board, and I've, I don't have a big committee. No, you know, no. obviously I see what's going on doing at Davo, and I think it's a, I think it's different when you've got a, you know, you're involved with a, a community like a, a village. Yeah, uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. we're in a village, but trust me, it's not a village. Well, it's not, a, a new uh-huh. town, you know, and that's it. Massive and. Uh, you know, half mm-hmm. them, half them go to Ibrox and half them go to. What made you get involved in the juniors then? Apart from them shutting their doors, was it something that you were always interested in, or was it no, just? No, basically, I got a phone call for the manager at the right. time, close on twenty years ago, a guy called John Dewar, who I played football with, and right. he was a manager, and I was running a, a local um, amateur team at the time, and he said to me, "Look, George, we shut the doors. Do you, do you want to come on board?" And I said, "Let me think about it." Um, he was actually wanting us to come on board on mass for the mm-hmm. for the amateurs, and and I said no. But I was interested, so at the time I got involved with um, a friend of mine. So the two has put a kind of rescue plan together. Mm-hmm. It's been a it's been a, a long slog, Bill. You know. Mm-hmm. Seeing hindsight, George, the Kirkin Tower Rob Roy thing. Would you do that again? Do you think that's maybe closest? Maybe promotion with the park getting. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a used a lot. I know you're, you're doing well giving them a part, the use of the park, and which is great. It is great, and I know people turn around and say I'm doing it for financial reasons and all that, but honestly, I'm not. No. You know, because I don't charge them a lot of money. No. And okay, um, you know, they get the gate, and I get a bit, a, a bit of rental, but if I told you what I charge them for the park, trust mm-hmm. me, it's. it's, it's but am I going to make them homeless? You know, we thought they'd be there for a year, and I think next year's a six year. And I feel, I feel sorry for the guys. You know, I know we bit mad about what's going on behind the scenes most. Um, but you think it's getting to the, you know, the crunch mm-hmm. time for these guys because they can't just keep going the way they're going on. So, no. the, or eventually somebody's just going to say enough's enough. And every time I think they go over one hurdle, they're getting red, red tape in front of them. It's just heartbreaking for them. They've done well to continue in the Premier Division under circumstances. They've been there. I was thinking about that. I can have a laugh with. You know the boy for the job. I say since since you came to come on, it's been the most successful time in your history. No, they really won the league. That's right. A couple of years ago, I think they got the they got the quarters the same as the Scottish, and they won a trophy. Quarter. Was it quarter? I wish you put them out. Oh, you did. That's right. Because you wrote in the back of my toilet. Score three 0 That's right. I remember that. No, I wasn't there. No, I know it was you. Anyway. Aye. Did they know avenge that the following year? Ah, uh, no, no. Did you beat them again? Beat them two nothing at Wish. Oh, I forgot. Never get by the quarterfinals with Wish. I'm telling you, it was a good thing. Brilliant. Andy, so this year, um, you set out your stall, you set out your plan, and it's working so far. Is it something you you, you look at game by game, or you just keep the same formation, same system? Yeah, you, you've you've got to look game by game, haven't you? At this level, we've not got big enough squads that you can you can say to players that. Um, You've got you not get big enough scores that you can say you know keep a winning team or whatever. You've got sources for courses really, and, Aye. and uh, we have been. I think that's another thing for us this year that the squad that we've got we've um, 
we've been able to bring boys on. You mentioned Johnny McStay, and mm-hmm. Johnny's came on a few times and you know, scored scored a few goals. Scott Thompson started the season, scored twenty odd goals. He mm-hmm. found himself on the bench. Mark Burbage was there. You see Hall up there. And we've, mm-hmm. we've been able to change it and be able to bring some quality on, which is that's made a massive difference. And that's seen games out for us as well. There's one game, uh, Irvine Vixen, part of him. We're beating them two one. Um, or Craig Mark 2-1 with, with 10 minutes to go brought John on we, we, we won the game 4-1 so it's, you know, it does see it out and it, it's, it's a wee bit easier than George's heart when you win games like that especially when we were up at Cumberland all that shots and it was uh, 2-1 and yeah. it was all to play for you brought John McStay on he won you a penalty you scored for the penalty and then <coughs> That's right. Two minutes before the end, you scored again. Well, it's the no. exact same in shots as well, Bill. Aye, so that was similar to you know, the Craig Mark game. We see the game out 4 mm-hmm. 1, and probably in that day, I don't know if it was, you know, it was probably about harsh in shots. And John McKeown's a mate, so I've got I'll to take that. <laughs> I'll but, take that. But it, it makes it when you can bring boys on and they're contributing. And I think obviously, you know, you guys are on committees and you speak to managers. As a manager, that's why you can ask the players, just go and contribute and make a difference. Don't just go on and go through the motions. The guys in the, the, guys in the committee, and George will back me up, the guys in the committee, and John Tate, you go there, you work your butt off and all the rest of it. And then if you see a player on the park, he's no day in it and he's not putting the effort in. That that really annoys the committee, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so it really does because I get frustrated. Mm-hmm. And, and I would rather go and pull him off yeah. and get him by the throat and give him a shake and then put him back on and hopefully it would work. Yeah. You know, it's, Sometimes as, as managers as well, and, and your managers will, will tell you, we're dealing with them day in, day out, you're not just seeing them on Tuesday, Thursday or Monday, Wednesday, whatever, and there can be something not right with the boy, there could be something, you know, something not right at home, or it could be something he's working, you know, the committees don't see that, and fans don't see that either, but we've always tried to be quite open, we had a we had a meeting at the start where we invited all the fans along, and we've always been open, I'm happy for them to come and Chat the door as long as it's not every, every night, but uh, so, so there's there can be things like that. You the committee's don't say, right? Okay, John, what about you regarding the uh, players that no day in it for you? I don't think any club in the park in Disney Tribal. That's that's when, as a manager, that was the thing I always used to get. If you can get eight or nine of your players playing well, and when somebody's not playing well or two not playing well, it's their turn next week, they'll push somebody else through. Mm-hmm. So it's all about on the day. And, Encouraging people and making them feel wanted at the time. I was 100% right. I mean, I was done there with substitution at Tune, was the Tune manager. The crowd are, are you playing it, Redman? You're not a clue. The guys are on about with hamstring injury. They don't come as your own, can you? Yeah. Being a substitution, you get abuse for it. And they don't come as your own. My boys had, maybe he's, he's waiting up all well now, uh, out all night or something like that. All these things go on, Bill. But I don't believe any player going to partner to try. Mm-hmm. I think things just don't go right at times. Also, put them on the park to give the ball away either, so that's another thing. Things just, that was fit, but it's... Aye. I know somebody wrote it one time, the best way to get possession back in junior fit was to give the ball away, because we'll get straight back to you, but I don't know if that's true or not. <laughs> it's never going to change the matter, what level you're at, it's always the same, you know, the fans are entitled to, to say what they... Oh, I do. Sometimes there are reasons for it. Do you have blunt conversations when things don't go right? Three or four conversations every day with Andy. You know, <laughs> yeah. well, I, so I can't get a hold of you. It's been that way since he's been at the club, but I'm not any different for any chairman and manager. Yeah. You're con- constantly you know, talking to this guy about things. You know, it's going to be a bad mutual respect as well. You mentioned obviously about you, know, you, you look at players, and George's got to trust me to manage the team, however they are seeing. I'd imagine it's someone at shorts and yeah, Darvel, so, but at the same time, I know I've got to answer them, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I'm happy with that. That's that's what it, that's what you, you, we've got to answer to the chairman or you know, 
the players have got are answerable in a certain way as well. But I trust him, you know, in the, off the park as well, and just mm-hmm. making sure. I think you can see how far Cumbernauld's come in the last few years. The, the off, the, off the field, it's just it's tremendous. The parts, the part took a lot of stick, but it kind of annoys me a bit when when I hear that now because mm-hmm. there is a lot of work getting done on it, and, and nine times out of ten we are getting games on now. But everybody, mm-hmm. see, everybody, it's not really associated with, it and you know, maybe one game gets put off in the whole season. They'll remember that, they'll not remember anything else. Yeah. And I had that look when I was at Wissa. Mm-hmm. And you're up there, you're up, George will know, you're up there f- seven days a week. Yeah. After the game on a Saturday, who's up there on a Saturday putting the divots back mm-hmm. in? No, yeah. the, no, the, no the fans, it's no. people like me, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And th- it hurts, you're right, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And this is what we've spent forces in the park over the year to try and you know, rectify the problem, which we think, but we have got a couple of issues, and mm-hmm. we've got, I think, three bits of the park are a bit soft. Aye. You know, mm-hmm. which is about 5% of the park. You know, talking about the party, is it going to be alright for Saturday? No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, I was doing a small, I'm doing every day, you know, right, but I was doing right. this morning and it was in really good nick. Um, the boys had been in working on it this week and the soft bits we're talking about, which is perfectly, perfectly playable for mm-hmm. the rain game, we've right. actually put the covers on it. So right. they'll be taking okay. it back off tomorrow. Uh-huh. The rain just made one at 11 o'clock tonight, but when I left at 5 o'clock to come. Four o'clock to three years tonight, the rain has nice. stopped. So I'm, I'm pretty confident, and they're, they're back in the morning, I give it a final wee mm-hmm. line the part and roll it. So I'm pretty confident. Uh, I saw I, the video last week's game getting called off, the Rob Roy game, and it, I don't know what it is. Who bounced the ball with? Didn't he throw over a high? He bounced it. Was <laughs> I was stoning the next time I actually done that. I don't think I was behind him. I don't think he knew I was there. He dropped out his hand. I'm going, so that's no. It's amazing you can take a picture of it. See, aye, see if aye, you've got aye. about four or five square yards and you, you home in with your phone and it looks like the old pap's like that. Aye, 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 true. Aye. So don't let him do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, like, like, before John gets on you, away from Fatba, mm-hmm. right? Away from Fatba, what's your hobbies? Do you like golf, fishing, boxing? Oh, what? I hate, hate golf. I've got three kids, I've got two daughters and a, and a son who was a. I keep saying mistake, but it was a wee surprise uh, 16 months ago, so they take up a lot of my time. But working family and football, it's, doesn't, it's, not, it's not difficult anymore. That's it. And as George says, we kind of speak two or three times a day, so it takes up a lot of your time. But you're speaking to other managers as well, you're, you're asking about players, and it just takes up so much time. So Don't phone Lockie, you'll never get off the phone. There's not much time for anything else. So what kind of music do you like? You're driving line road in the motor, you're naved in the car, you can turn the volume up, what do you like? Oh, I've got Pepper Pig in that one at the moment. Believe it or not, so have I for the grand way. Uh, <laughs> no, 90s was my, my era, so Oasis. Oasis. George, what about you? What, what's your downtime? What do you do? What do I do in my downtime? If I'm, well, I'm not working or doing it at a club, uh, well, you know, no, it's next week I'm going to be skiing in the French Alps. Oh, there we go. Do you like skiing then? Eh? I do. So I do it once a year. So the 70s go where the UK and we meet up and it's a bit of a jolly. So it's only for three days. Uh, I do miss a game and I'll miss a game on a Saturday. It's absolutely brutal because I'm coming down, usually I'm in the way doing the slopes. And I'm, <laughs> I'm waiting Checking. for the phone to check. I'm trying to find both on a gondola and all that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I do, uh, and unlike Andy, when I do get a time, um, I do play a bit of golf. Right. Pretty average of the old golf. I could be better if I could spend a bit more time, but I don't have time. But I no. do, I do, I do enjoy the bit uh, of golf, you know. Music. Um, I'm a massive Prince fan. I'm into the Minneapolis sounds that much oh. that me and my wife go to Minneapolis every year. Fantastic. Wow. We celebrate uh, Prince's death at Aye. Paisley Park and all these ex-bands and musicians all get together and we have a four day 
Oh, brilliant. Uh, party. Oh, yeah, and, that's yeah, uh, excellent. Aye. What else? Was it King Tut's Sweet Passing Friday? And it was a Joe Strummer. Um, so, hey, we're going to get into it. Clash, six yeah. tribute Clash bands. It was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> 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 that, was, that was my youngest. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that's, my, that's my music. I like it lots of music. Aye, I'm not going to ask him because he's old school. <laughs> 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 anyway, guys, right. Let's talk about um, referees going to the Ring Parks. John, I believe you had a situation at one of your games. Yes, we had a situation just before Christmas we had Bill when we played Camelstein Rangers and the referee was there when his assistant was there and a man was missing and when the referee found out where he was he went to Recreation Park Arlow instead of Recreation <laughs> Park <laughs> Darvel <laughs> so I don't know how he got that because it's not called the Recreation Park Arlow nowadays it's one and two I was a senior club and he must have given me to do a junior line or a senior line or I thought but anyway the game got held up held up held up waiting on coming and uh, two minutes to two the referee handed me the flag to go in the, f- the line just about to start the game and another line went in so I got sacked I didn't even <laughs> get started in the game in the line but they got in a boy doing for Glasgow before then at two o'clock but the downside I was it was getting close because obviously at that time it was getting dark at half past three four o'clock it's touching to get game finished mm-hmm. but all because of that but now, if I'm in a junior club if, if a couple of them done that they'd get fined by the junior association for that so I, I, I hope mm-hmm. something happens to this guy because he, I was a schoolboy era mm-hmm. schoolboy era, era but did you saw anything like that guys? George reckons we had something like that happened last year but uh, I think they've got a hard job of referees and yeah. things like that happen it just doesn't help matters yeah. you know, it's tough and then I, I find it frustrating that they're like really first to lose the linesman as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I find that frustrating. Mm-hmm. In particular, what happened on Saturday, it's a huge, huge game for both clubs. What was to happen if we were we'd be short in that? So, I, I don't know. That I, that I think they maybe need to improve in their professionalism and, and, and try and help the refs a wee bit more. And, um, but that sounds as if it's just. <laughs> have, you, have you found the referee in the championship this year? No. We've got one or two good ones, right? I've yet to find a good one, I'll be honest with you. I think David Milton, that's point name was. We were in two or three weeks back and he was very impressive. Keep an eye out for him. I've got to say, some of the referees we've had are just a joke. I mean, at that level, they're just a joke. They wouldn't even get For me, I wouldn't even have been to referee in the second division. Maybe amateur, but no second division. Some of them are terrible, Some of the lights tend to. Well, another thing as well, I heard. I mean, I was walking past the the, the, the referee's uh, room and before the game, and the referee was laying out his things to his, to his linesman, and he says, "All oh, I want you to do is put the flag up when he goes out for throw in, put a flag up for offside, and a flag up when it goes for a bye kick. Don't get involved in anything else. They're there to help. They're yeah. there to assist. That's why they're called." Assisting referees. Referees. Uh, no, I was on the line Saturday and I was trying to assist the referees. <laughs> 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 they they call the cases for that job. <laughs> 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 if they don't turn up on Saturday, they'll be good because I did a double line job. I'll have enough on my plate on Saturday. If we're games, if I'm going there for definite, that's for sure because I want to see the Battle of the Galacticos. You like that? No. I think I have a good football game because it's two teams that's trying not to ball about well and get ball down the ground and I'm really looking forward to it. You know, because uh, you're really looking forward to it. Aye. You must you must have something up your sleeve then if you're really looking forward to it. <laughs> no. Well we've got a couple of ex uh, coming up players in the Davos squad. Uh, Danny Boyle who I actually met today. Oh, Danny. Hey, oh, this yeah. was, this was, I was up at the coffee shop and uh, the big man had texted me during the week about the game, you know, yeah. I hadn't seen Danny for ages. 
and I'm sitting in the coffee shop and I see Danny walking by his brother uh-huh. so he comes over and having a chat so was, when he's training Danny he goes we're actually training now but my, uh-huh. it's my, my brother's wedding tomorrow and I'm the best man so they've given me the day off and all that and I said well there's 50 quid get your slap make sure you tell me about the hangover and we've got Ryan, uh, Ryan Haxon who thinks we're now injured he's um, come back last couple of weeks hacky on the bench and uh, also on the back of the staff Stuart Ralston was a coach sure, oh, oh, yeah, with Tony McAnally when Tony uh, was there first job in the junior just coming out he went to Lanark then Tony and uh, Stephen right, he went right. to Lanark after that coming on to Lanark and then they went to Lanark to show someone the Scottish 2012 wasn't it they won the Scottish yeah. Yeah. beat Talbot uh, beat Talbot aye right um, we've had the referees we've spoke about this what about the pyramid George you as an owner say the pyramid is it a good thing for for junior football or is it going to be a bad thing for the teams well probably initially I maybe thought it was going to be a bad thing but I think they were to look into it I, think I don't mean lumber with it but it's happening I just think you've just got to accept it now and yeah, we've, got, we've got to evolve and move on so I mean for what I know and the, the knowledge I've got of it at least it's it's shown there's a, there is a pathway for clubs in the West region if they want to progress through through the ranks. Whether there is any mm-hmm. teams that want to do that in the West, I've got my doubts, mm-hmm. you know. But, you know, at least there is a, a clear pathway for teams if they want to do that. What's the, apart from that, what's going to change? Okay, I can maybe see we might end up losing our major cups. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yep. they're going to have to replace that with something else. Aye. But uh, as for the leagues, you know, is it possibly going to just be the status quo you're still going to have your top league your bottom league if you look at the east I've had a quick look at that you know if you look at that league now and you go back two years ago it's more or less with probably the exception of Carnoustie Teapot and Brought Athletic it's the same teams that are in that league mm-hmm. albeit they're in a, a different association so I think we've just got to try and embrace it now and what about financially would it would you think it'll hurt your club financially I don't I, Bill, I, it's hard to answer that I, I, I think like the, I think my, the sports are still going to watch coming out United. They're mm-hmm. still going to watch the the, the, the local derbies. Aye. The only thing that would change if we were fortunate enough, and you know it's unlikely happening coming out. But if you got promoted, the way I see it, and I might be wrong, but if you get promoted for the the, the, the top league, mm-hmm. and do you automatically go into the lone league? No. I know you need to have a playoff, off, but, but what happens if you don't want to go into it? Because you, you don't need to go into it. Because having to look at that lone league, you've got four or five teams at the top there, and then you've got about eight teams that. Probably at leaving that level, and then top of that, six of these teams are for the south of Scotland. Mm-hmm. So if you were up there, then you're going down, 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 down to Galaferry, Dean, you're going down to Newton Stewart. Then you've got the other one as well at Borough Rangers for two seasons in a row. They won the, the Highland League and they won the playoffs, but they refused to get in because they, they weren't ready. So you can yeah. refuse to go in. It's not a black mark against you. you I, think we missed, I think we had a chance to try and, as soon as there's, you know people were saying about this moving five or six years ago we should have done something about it and well see again that, that, Tom, Tom Johnson when, when everybody moved uh, two seasons ago for the East through into the East of Scotland League the juniors Tom Johnson went round to every, round in every club and spoke to every club and um, by that time it was too late because they had been accepted into that league and then were willing to change their mind and if you remember Clyde Bank has already applied to get into right. that as well mm-hmm. but they then put it in abeyance for a season but that was two seasons ago I think they're still waiting because I think we'll go in mass. Uh, no, this next season, but the season after, I think we'll go in mass. You know, the four leagues is uh, sixteen. Yeah, well, we, we've already voted for it two yeah. years ago, and Aye. the vote was carried. I don't think. You're right, John. It's happening. It's happening. Eighty percent of the clubs say they want to go, but to be honest, 
to me, it's a bit like Brexit. Do you, do you want to leave Europe? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes or no? no. And that's Aye. what it's like. And there was no, there was there was no any content no. put behind that. Look, if you do this, this is what's going to happen. You know. Darrell Chairman, he was what's happening there, same thing with John Gold, mm-hmm. <laughs> just when George mentioned that, and that was his comment, it's Brexit, it's already been voted for two years ago, yeah. we're going, mm-hmm. so we'll have to go, yeah, what are we going to do, but I don't really know if we know what we're voting, no, for. No. So I was already saying yes, I remember going that week, I was like, I, know, I, think we, I think we voted to leave as well, but mm-hmm. see deep down, I'm going, ah, is this the right decision, yeah. don't do we there, you, know, you know, you're speaking to people and they're saying, oh, we, are, we are voting to leave, yeah. You know, what they did say was a l- some of the smaller clubs will uh, lose out financially um, and it, through in the East Craig Royston they're shutting the doors at the end of this season because they can't cope financially with it mm-hmm. um, and they went two seasons ago to the, for the juniors into there um, and they find that they're struggling even for to get players you know to come in because they don't have big money to buy so is that going to be you know the same for some of the teams like say doing the bottom leagues you know like area means is maybe your fourth wonder or something like it, that it's, get, it's getting tougher but to get players involved in football in general never mind the juniors it's just get, it's getting tougher you know, even, even in the amateur amateur game you see clubs finishing week in week out and, and it's a shame i think society's just moved on so it's going to have a, a knock-on effect and, and it, it's going to be tough to entice players and they can get an extra tenner elsewhere or twenty pound elsewhere, or the, you know, there's not as much travelling. Then that's going to make that make their mind up. Man, they don't have been listening to the show. You wish back. I was commenting on that, and I reckon it's this pro youth stuff that's caused this. I agree. They're sickening boys off too young. Yeah. They think from the world they go to Rangers and Celtic at nine, ten, eleven year old, and then yeah. they ten and start with children at fifteen, sixteen. I'm not I've, I've commented before in, in social media and stuff. I've seen like uh, 12, 13 year olds sitting with a pen and the, and the, the two coaches wrapped around their, mm-hmm. around their neck, you know, delighted to sign a contract with Rangers, delighted to sign a contract. They're not actually signing a contract. Oh, it's, it's not, they're not signing at 12 and 13. They should be just playing and enjoying it, Aye. you know, playing their football. And the thing that we find as well, when you get boys that have played pro youth all their days, it's all about progression. So they don't actually know how to win games. They don't, no. they come to us and, and, and we've got to teach them how to actually try and win, understand that, you know, this is important. There's guys that, there's guys on the committee, this is our, you know, Rangers, Celtic, Real Madrid, whatever. This means you know a lot to us. We put in so much, yet and we've got to understand that. Mm-hmm. So I, it's it's the the pro you thing. I think I just don't agree with it at all. I think it's affecting boys, just as you say, John. If they don't get picked up by a certain age, they just they go and do they go and do other things. Plus, they came out of school and put them to yep. the schools. You know, and yep. friends, they're not friends. They're friends with footballers, not their friends. Yep. It's not right for young boys getting grown up. Blah, blah, blah. I dare say some they could probably give me an argument, f- you know, for it as well. Oh, but I, I, I wouldn't mind that. I, I, I chat with something about it. I see I've got mates that are involved in it and stuff as well but I just I just feel like at that age they, they need to be playing and enjoying football and, and finding their own level because you, you do find your own level Most parents want the boys, boys to go and play for Rangers or Celtic you know and to me that's wrong mm. go to a team that's got to progress you if, if at all if you're good enough to get pro- uh, progression go to a team that's going to give you that opportunity Rangers and Celtic are not going to give you that opportunity mm. how often have you seen players coming for their academy in the last five years, six year, not very many. Mm-hmm. But look at Motherwell, look at Hamilton Lackeys, look at Air United. It's all you. It's all the youth that's coming through. Yeah. So, and I think once they reach a certain age, and, and they'll come and they'll put the around about. I'm sorry, you're not good enough. But we'll, we'll days we'll try and get you another club. Mm-hmm. Which is the boys are saying, no, no really, because I've had enough. You, you think I'm not good enough? Mm-hmm. And but that's Bill, a loss to football. Mm-hmm. Well, there's four years sitting here over in the junior game for many a year, and I'm sure we're all coming across as you go the. Well, Pat Gardner, you can see show me his name, but he got to the junior association to sign a player. Oh, who's he? Was he United? No, he's not been United. 
or Kilmarnock or whoever it be. These boys think they've been seeing these clubs and they're not been. Mm-hmm. Aye. <laughs> and it's happened many a time. Oh, no, he's not been seeing them. In this day and age as well, obviously the mental health thing, it's massive. It's That's massive. more apparent. Boys are just getting cast aside. Well, there's no care for, for, no. for what's no. happening. And, you know, it's, it's 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 not right. You know, I just, I, I, as I say, somebody could probably give me an argument that it's there's it positives right, to it, yeah. but I, I don't see it myself. No, I'm a Yandy. I've never seen it anyway. Talking about uh, players coming for the seniors, doing the juniors mm-hmm. and such like retention. Mm-hmm. You know, we still no retention. We have to pay forty pound for to get them reinstated. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that I, I'm against with you? And I can just see your age, George. I'm against with you. It's a lot of nonsense this day and age. But they still have it. Why? I don't know. I just thought we we signed a boy for Stranra last week. Okay, he got released from Stranra. He's mm-hmm. come on. Oh, no, no, I signed him for Sierra. Jesus, <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> you know, you forget. I don't see you forget these things. So you would do into the game start, then you find you, you come to you've no reinstated mm-hmm. him. You're gone. You've got to reinstate somebody. It's just like forty quid for for nothing. For nothing. For a piece of but paper, is it? I think over the year, how many people, or how many folk are come down for the senior to get reinstated? Again, that kind of. Th- I just want. I was talking about the goalkeeping position. I'd actually agreed to sign a, a goalkeeper who had played with uh, Edu Sport mm-hmm. two years previous to me trying to sign him last year, Aye. and I couldn't get him registered because his last registered team was Edu Sport. I hadn't kicked the ball in two years. Probably work out who it was, but again, that affected us. And I couldn't get him reinstated because it was after the thirty first of March, March right. and we couldn't get him reinstated. But you know, if I'd brought this guy in, I, I no doubt in my mind he would have been promoted. So yeah. for the sake of forty quid, it cost yeah. us, cost yeah. us yeah. last year. But I think it goes a long way. It's just uh, international clearance well, thing. That's what I was going to say. And I think, so obviously, I work doing spirit and press week, and we've got a sister company doing an Airbus. And if somebody was doing what? See the same now. An amateur team down here, they've got to reinstate back in the Scottish HIFA for England. Aye, mm. that's right. I mean, that's nonsense. It's £40, it's £40 international, well, I think it's more than £40 for international clearance. Aye, it's, it's ridiculous. Close the border. Aye. Yeah, it's not right, it's just a money making exercise for some people. Would you see, let's say, your fees, George? Would you take maybe add an extra £100 with the fees to deal away with uh, reinstatement? £100 that's two and a half players <laughs> <laughs> thinking all the time though. thinking all the time uh, no I, I was just no I wouldn't I don't think we should be paying the £100 extra and I don't think we should be paying the 40 quid. you know it's there, for, it's there for a reason it's, and I think it's the, the reason is the, the, well it was there initially to stoke teams that were going for cups and things like that bringing in these ex-seniors to get them through get them through to the final and winning things like that that's the reason why it was brought in yeah. but surely nowadays we don't need that do we? No, I think the football just moved. They were talking about the pyramid and everything, and there's so many associations. You don't know where you're coming or going, mate. We don't know who's dealing with what, who, who's, who's, who we should be approaching for certain things, and not just at the juniors, but right through Scottish football, you know, the SFA and the SPFL and stuff. We just don't, we don't know who's dealing with what, and that's just another example. If I had the one sort of body, then it might make things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. What about then, uh, talking about that, what about the disciplinary now, the, 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 through the guidelines of the SFA, it's not the Junior Football Association, it's SFA, do you agree with that? Oh, again, it's, it's, for me it's about alignment isn't it, it's trying to get, it's trying to get the alignment, but um, again, you probably argue, you probably tell me no, Bill, there's an argument for but you can sit here all night talking about these type of things, yeah. I, I, I would imagine, but I don't know enough about it, to be honest, to, to, to give an opinion on that, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Two yellow cares is, a, is an automatic suspension, whereas before mm-hmm. it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. you know, so... 
that that then affects your team then mm. you know and it affects George then at the end of the night as well he'll be shouting at you <laughs> <laughs> you know mm. see be honest, I struggle to keep up to speed with all the changes in the laws of the game never mm. mind I mean Aye. there's hardly a week that buy there's a new a new law, a new law you know? it's not a good thing Bill with that, my opinion because we've spoken a little bit about referees some referees are card happy. Mm-hmm. They just think it's great and short card. Mm-hmm. But asking these boys suspensions coming on for nothing. Yeah. I mean, bookings are ridiculous again. Aye. Well, you're they, right. They forget what goes on. But the another thing as well that uh, I've, I've spoken to the person concerned, George, and you'll agree. They brought out that the visiting team have to pay so much. By one of the referees, you know, listen, listen, listen. Don't worry, don't bring it But you know what I mean? Brought it halfway through the season. Well, not halfway through, but brought it in after the season has started. Which you can't do that. They played shots, shots. Right. They're swinging around the boots. I know, I know what you're saying. I was raging because I didn't get my 27 But you know what I mean? They're changing the rules as they're going along. They're not trying to help the clubs at all. John? Well, I can understand why they brought that rule in because sometimes. If you're the same team all the time, you're not paying the £27.50 for the referee. But start at the start of the season, ah, no three games in yet. I see why they brought that in, but I think it'd be better bring in <coughs> assistant referees is bringing in the £27 I've got to get you, George, mm-hmm. on Saturday if they align me Aye. Yeah, and if we're going to pay a line, so no, no, no for me. I think it'd be better getting assistant referees there at the start of the season, because there must be plenty going around about I mean. The reason I was getting at the start of the season was because of oh, those youth tournaments here and those youth tournaments in September and October. No many youth tournaments going to be at that time, but they still couldn't get there's, 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 there's some real good amateur refs out there. Some real good amateur refs out there. Why are they not getting promoted? Well, they, they sh- well, maybe they're too old, Bill. I think there's an age limit in there. But there's some real good amateur refs out there that could fall in and certainly run it. They're more than capable of running running a line. I thought there was uh, I thought there was an age limit for doing uh, international uh, uh, games, mm-hmm. but no, not for league games. Mm-hmm. No, I think there's an age limit for all league games, is it? Everyone, yeah. Oh well, mm-hmm. that changes then. Which I think is a problem with juniors because they're railroading some of these. And the senior grade here, no good enough. Well, well, m- maybe if, the, if, if there is, well, obviously, I think it's quite clear we're getting the, the referees that are trying to progress yeah, and move on, which is fine, that's understandable, you know, that's good, they're obviously trying to move boys on. But why not have a couple of experienced linesmen, mm-hmm. guys that have done the juniors before, or guys that are doing amateur games, why not have them to help this young referee through the games? Again, as, as, to me, there's a, there's a whole communication issue, I think there's communication for. Clubs and, and well, you know, you know what happens in the seniors if they get two or three uh, decisions wrong on different games, they get demoted. demoted yeah. So they do that with the, the junior referees as well. Give them a wee kick up the back, say, get them down to the second division or something like that. No, but I'll go along with the boys here saying that if you Dallas, this world, or the Wally Youngs, they guys can still run a line mm-hmm. with a buzzer to let a referee give them experience mm-hmm. on the job experience, want a better word, and see that it's done with suits and a, a big jacket. Take notebooks but and then ready for them. The supervisors are your job, John. They're supposed to be telling the boys after the game. Aye, but they should be running a line at the time. Not telling them when they're becoming. That's my problem, but they should. If they're fit enough to walk, they can run, run a line, surely. Mm-hmm. Just, well, George Nice go to the Dana Saturday on the line. <laughs> so, we can do it every day, George. He's not run, you're still at the side. <laughs> we anticipate where the boys going, George. Anticipation, 9-10 to their game. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pull this wind and blow the flag up. <laughs> <laughs> if, I, if I think you're level, we're, I don't think we're in any position to demote referees, you know, considering. No, I, I don't think so, but I think I think some of the referees who are really poor shouldn't be doing uh, 
like champion and premiership. They should be doing like, second division, first division to give them more experience. I'd, I'd mentioned the, the communication from obviously I talked to other managers as well, and, and you get a feeling for how other managers are feeling. And the, the, it's not really so much, they're always going to make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think once you can't, you know, I've been guilty of it myself, obviously, you do you do shout and you do because you're, you're like one so much, but I think you know. Something that I've worked on is I'm, I'm getting older now, maybe a bit more experienced. But it's how they speak to, to the players and how they speak to us as well. I think that that, that could improve, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I think like so these guys that you mentioned, John, surely these guys can help with, the, with these with these matters and how the referees are dealing with, with certain situations, how they're speaking to to players. I, I don't, I genuinely don't think they they, they have any idea. I mentioned committees and stuff. They don't have any idea the work that goes on Monday to Friday to get games on. This but Saturday. Andy, they could cost you your job. They could cost you your job. Not true. You know, that's that's the way I look at it. I mean, if they get these decisions constantly wrong, if they're not getting it right, they're constantly wrong. George's not got to put up with it if you're yeah. if you're not getting it. Same yeah. as any other uh, yeah. committee. You know, they'll be the same. They talk to like schoolboys, right? Imagine when I was doing the management side, the Charlie Richmond, Mr. Redmond, come over here, or Mr. Redmond, you can. Aye. That's old school. I just hear it straight away. Mm-hmm. Can you, you come down and say, I'm you, come here, yeah. you talk to sir, don't tell me that. And then well, all we, 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 can can de- we can definitely improve as managers and players without doubt you. But the players can't talk back, the players and management are not allowed to talk back to a referee. Mm-hmm. When did that become a rule? I mean, mm-hmm. I could always talk back to a referee, mm-hmm. well, I always did. So, how's the rugby boys get away with it? Well, exactly. You know. How are they so disciplined with the referees? Can the referee explains every situation to the boys. They, if they answer them back, they're ten yard rule. But 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 there's mic top, so everybody can hear it. It's on it's on a tannoy system within the, like your Murrayfields and the big. So everybody can hear it. The crowd can hear it, yeah. and I think that helps. But can you imagine that happening in junior football? <laughs> no, I don't even explain not. to you for the game when the decision they made. Some of <laughs> no, they just want their money and go out the road so they don't get any hassle. You mm-hmm. know, at the end of the day, I still want to do their job, Bill. No, I certainly would I'll tell you, <laughs> when I stopped playing football, I went and I, I went through the refereeing course and I passed it. I refereed two amateur games and I thought, no, no taking I'm no taking the abuse like that. And that wasn't after the players, that was after the people at the same time. That's for him, right? <laughs> <laughs> That was enough for me, so no, when they did their job with all the money in China, that's it. <laughs> okay, um, looking, looking ahead then, boys, um, we're halfway through the season. We're looking at teams uh, like up in the Premier Division. Who do you think is going to win the league? Um, and who do we think it's going to get relegated? Uh, we'll start with... Um, that's the ring one of press boys. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. That one, is it? Yep, yeah, there it goes. Sorry, I'll cut that one out. We're all right. West region. Uh, we don't need to do a division bulk. No, no, who's winning no, that? I'm not going to say. <laughs> Craig Mark. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Kilwin and Rangers at the top in the Premier. We've got Pollock, we've got Irvin Meadow, we've got Glen Afton. Um, then you've got, down at the bottom there, you've got uh, Auckland Lake with 11 games left. Uh, you've got 11 games played against Kilwin and Rangers in 19. They must still be in with a shout, but if they falter, who do you think would uh, take it one for there? Because Kilwin and Rangers have had two or three bad uh, results recently. Coming in, Rangers get beat 6 1 with Oakland Talbot three weeks ago. They get beat 6 2 by Horford the week before. And also last Saturday there. So you can't afford to lose hair like that when you're chasing a league flag. Oakland no. Talbot, you mentioned, 11 games played, 26 points, 13 points behind and 7 games in hand, but they got 12 points in front of them if they win the game in hand. So Coming in, Rangers need to do it. 
for, for me, everyone has one team, one going to win it, it's often like Talbot. But if you ask me a question, if they don't do it, who will do it? I'm going to pump for Pollock. Pollock? They've been up and down recently, Pollock, haven't they? They've won a game, lost two, won a game type of thing. George, what about you? Pretty similar to John. You look at the league there, you're obviously you're looking late, sitting in eighth with 11 games. It's probably, you look at it, it's probably there to lose. But all they need to do is lose it. I know they've only lost one out of 11. But, you know, they could, if they lose a couple of games, it could be a different ball game. Because winning, they're going great. Obviously, a couple of, couple of wee setbacks in the last couple of weeks. And Hemdale Pollock, aye, possibly. Possibly. Need to put him for Glen Afton? Mm. Andy? I, d- I don't think he can look past talking like The fact that they've been through it before, they've got the experience, and I mean, what, what, as a young manager in junior football, look at what Tucker's done over the years, it's, I'm sure Mick will be the same, John. It's, yeah. it's phenomenal to keep that consistency and winning, and he just knows how to win. You know, even, even the senior games that he's played, oh, he's been, they've deserved it, they've yeah, not been lucky, so I don't think he can look past them, I think. <laughs> but uh, Gintz is my mate at Urban Meadow, so if they can maybe get a wee shout. He's done well. Gintz has done very well at Urban Meadow. Uh, he's done a great job. Only yeah. because you're mate, you give him a shout. <laughs> aye. Pollock's my old club as well. So. Uh, yeah. Pollock, Paul, I, mean, I think winning um, the last couple of results, that kind of a massive effect. I think he's quite a young team. Yes, but yeah. Again, he's done a. Well, that's been a problem, Andy. I think he's got young boys and he's a couple of suspensions yeah. and he hasn't got a pool to back it. Yeah. It's proven. Yeah. But, yeah, but obviously moving ground and stuff, he's done a he's done a good job mm-hmm. to keep them up competing and aye, aye. Um, keep them up the top of the league. So. Certainly has. Right, okay then, let's look at uh, the bottom of the league. Kevin Tillich, Rob Roy, Rutherglen and Cairn, do you think they two are away boys? John? I'm not sure about Rob Roy. I think Rob Roy maybe got run together enough to save them. Glen Cairn, unfortunately, I do think Glen Cairn, does just have to happen from this season, as George spoke at the top of the show, uh, the strengthened, but maybe the quality, maybe they haven't got the numbers once the injuries, the same as we're speaking about Cohen and Rangers. And the 2 and 1 amazes me because yesterday, one of our best players in my eyes got transferred to St. Rar. Oh, right, Steve. <coughs> now, I found that a strange move at Troon when they're doing that dog fight and releasing players like that, players like that are leaving the club. So was, it, was it not one of the, the, the conditions that if a senior team came in for them, maybe we'd let them go? Possibly, aye, yeah, it was bizarre, but. Knowing Ryan Stevenson and Trun, I just I don't understand it. I Somebody, don't understand st- it. I was reading on social media, they were saying that he, w- he looked like a passenger in the last two, maybe three <coughs> games he's played in. He's like a passenger in every game he's played in, but he's got brilliance and he can turn games, and that's what happens at times. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of, the, some of the goals he scored from when I was doing there, some of the passes he makes that sets other people up, they're worth a couple of points, eh? but I just found it funny. We don't know the ins and outs of what's happened, but to, to lose Ryan Stevens at this stage and you're doing in a dogfight, it doesn't bode well in me no, for Troon. Yeah. What about Ben Bird coming up, George? Do you think they're safe? Oh, it's hard. Just looking at it, you know, just back to Kirk and Talk and Glen Cairn, I think they take a mountain for them to get out of it, you know. Aye. I know Rob Roy been training the guys' medal this week and they're, they're all beating the fans their chances on Saturday, but I think they're too far going to two of them. Looking at it, I think coming up probably alright, and I think Ben Bob and Troon, I think it's probably between the two to get in. What I'm seeing here, I'm Beath doing there in the 11th place, jo- uh, Andy. Yep. Struggling big time. Yep, uh, jo- Johnny, Johnny's another, another experienced manager as well, though, and you know, even looking at. I'm not saying he's in danger, but yep. you know what he's doing there. No, but I, I think he'll. I think he's, he's not really. 
Um, speaking to him, he's never really shot. I, I actually came down and watched him at, at Darvo, and I thought they were very impressive that yeah, day. But, uh, First half of the outstanding. Again, I don't know. Speaking to him around about that time, I don't think they've got the consistency and stuff, so maybe that's affected them this year. But I, I don't think they'll get dragged in, to be honest. I think they will, okay. You're rating that Rollerglen and Kirkie are gone? I, mean, I, th- I think, as far as Glencairn's concerned, uh, I've seen a few things that they've just had a horrendous run of injuries. I think they've had so many players out, mm-hmm. and when they're probably similar to us, you don't have a huge squad. Even three or four injuries does affect you, and it's obviously affected. You need you need to get you need to get a good run when you get in there. Like if you look at the difference between them and Rossville, right. and, and certainly last year, you know I, there wasn't much between all these in, the, in that sort of top half of the, no. in, the in the league. So her, uh, Rossville have gone on that run that's got them up. They're sitting, you know, where they are obviously sitting in third place just now. So um, whereas Glencairn haven't had the opportunity to do that just with the amount of injuries and stuff they've had. Mm-hmm. Talking about Rossville, I mean, they've had three good managers that's got them there and brought in David Gormley this year and he's been on that run and, and look what, what can happen, George. I know David, he's, he's playing days, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, hand it to Rossville again, you know, yeah. picked up a wee hidden gem there. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for, you know, giving guys look, a chance, mm-hmm. you know why? Except um, when you gave Andy the chance. Well, <laughs> David Gormley was a player, but, you know, <laughs> but um, <laughs> no, I you could say it's a gamble but at the end of the day the guy's been about he knows he's, he's, he's going to have the contacts isn't he he's got contacts all day long you know and I dare say he could probably put his bits on the shelf when, when, when required you know well, we'll go with um, we'll go with the tap to the Adarvald and Cumbernauld and show it's up with the three to go up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not so sure not in Bilyas I don't want to go in that league yet before the oh there's a long way to go yeah, yeah. you could get you could get uh, not doing any fourth place John you know, you never know. <laughs> you, you never know. You never know. We run, we run for the shots and a couple of other teams, and you could be out of the out of the equation there, man. I used to tell the players every team that was the only thing guaranteed in football has disappointments. Losing the toss, throwing against you, only guaranteed yes. disappointments. Right, okay. Look at the bottom of the league. Then we'll, we'll start with you, Andy, Irvin, uh, Victoria, uh, Compass Line Rangers, Craig, Mark, Peter Hill. Now, Lockie took care of Peter Silver and they were really struggling at the time and they've turned around a wee bit. Has he got enough to keep them up? Aye, Lockie's got a lot of contacts that he'll, I think he'll be safe enough. I think he'll start getting a few results. and um, They had a, a obviously, they've they got a couple of run in the Scottish, I think, the best as well. Aye, so they've, they've got a few games to play, but I think uh, he'll be fine. But Craig Mark and Irvin, you know, it's a tough, tough, they're tough places to go, they really are. Uh, difficult. Venues obviously we went down on Saturday Irvin Vicks and again that a team that just never they never give up and they keep they keep fighting so you never know it, 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 in these in, in these leagues at the end of it goes in a, in a four five six game run they, they can pull themselves out of it and then equally they can they can they can uh, get them up the top of the league. Mm-hmm. George, what about you? I think PSL um, decent team. Yeah, I think they'll get out to no yeah. problem at all. As Andy said, the, the, the bottom three definitely Craig Martin, Irvin Vix. It's no easy place to go, and you think well, you know. But if, if they two, if these teams can put two or three, especially Irvin Vix and Craig Martin, difficult places, the conditions are quite similar parts actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I've just got to watch Gap Cairn there. You know, they've got seven, they only won four games. You know, they've just got to watch what they're doing. Obviously, got a new manager and all that. No, but no. Um, just well, keep an eye on that. I'm pretty sure St. Lawrence from Irvin Vix. So. Um, um, John, what about you? Campus Line Rangers, you played them recently, and that's uh, Billy Andy's uh, number two. At, uh, was it coming on old? Aye. Staying out there. It's a different Billy. Is it a different <laughs> Billy, is it? <laughs> 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 yeah, like, uh, 
it's quite impressive but I don't think they've got I think it's too late for them I think they're going to go I'll move on Vicks and the other one that's gone I better not say well it's Vicks because last time I said that big Jordan <laughs> Ralphie seed didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not telling my opinion George <laughs> we, made, we made a deal of record in that one didn't we? <laughs> uh, so I'm still having Vicks will be involved in it but I think the outcome for me is going to be what's carry on happened last Saturday at Renfrew Oh, the fight. Oh. Uh, the, the, well, alleged oh, fight. the alleged fight. Oh, thanks, Bill. The alleged fight. But I read there was five or six people over the roof there. Now, mm. if Pierce Hill are your three or four players suspended, mm. where are they going to play us today? I know Lockie's got boys to come in, but that might be affecting them. Let me just tell you Lockie's got a squad of 24 players, mm-hmm. and he's trying to offload players right, left, and centre at the present moment. So mm. if four or five of them are, or four of them are suspended, he can bring another four in. Whether they're good enough to, to win victories, that's my point. I don't know. The players that ordered off and start, he's obviously starting 11 because they're the ones that started the game. Mm-hmm. We can all carry 23, 24 players. Is it the quality we need to come out? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had plus this year with Darwin, amount of players we've closed, but we've had Big Perry, Mar, Eddie Fearns, not we three guys, and we struggle. Mm-hmm. And bringing quality in a place, Dave, it's not the same quality you're going yeah. to things. You're moving players to different positions, I know what you're using there. Are your centre backs maybe playing a different centre back? He's not used to it. There's a lot of things happening, but it's not just as plain as you say, I've got 23 players, I'll bring them in. And that's the thing for me with, with Peter Hill, it depends on the outcome what happened last Saturday, whether they get suspended or whether they don't. But, but Lucky, he knows the game inside out, but yeah. uh, you'll need to start getting points up because Andy, it would have good cup runs, right? Good cup runs, had games on. Peter Hill sometimes can't get into their bits out when they're cycling races on to go to places, so they've got to travel away for him during the week and things oh, like that. Oh, get that arrest, John. You've been going that for a couple of years now. Get arrest. No, I'm just saying, you've got to travel away for home at times, right. and it's no easy getting into that 77 something, you're doing Ayrshire or whatever's going to. So, okay, into, the, into the, the, the first division then, we've got Shettleston, Port Glasgow, Lisham Hager up there with Lanark United, no far behind them. Do you think Shettleston's got enough to keep them going there? Considering they started pretty poor, like the first four games they never won, and, and, and they, then they went in a run. Un, unbeaten, so oh, any yeah. any team that can do that at this stage of the season, I've got they've got a chance. I think I think they'll I think they'll go up by. Well, Fifteen games, they're still losing. Aye, aye. Now that's shells for me. Been a few weeks back speaking to the Greenock team, Thomas Maline, uh, Sean, and they were saying at the time. And Shelton were halfway down the league. That was their tip for the league then. And they've come to the Rams, you've watched them closer since then. And a good, good side. Yeah. What about Lisme Hagee? What about Aberdeen at Lisme Hagee, uh, Andy? What about him? Aye, but listen, he's always. I, I'd seen that he had uh, a problem with boys going away and stag do's and stuff. Again, that just doesn't help matters, obviously. No, no. Yeah, John was talking about suspensions and stuff, but it's a day and age we live in now, you know, boys are. They, they, they'll go to stag do's, they'll go on holidays throughout the season, and, you know, we didn't do that, obviously. 10, 15, 20 years ago, so no, I think he struggled. No. I think he struggled with that, but um, I, I, we got Johnny McStay f- from him, and, and uh, I've got a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they can catch Shelton, I don't know. Uh, and, and George, what about Lanark United? Still in my shout? Still in my shout, sitting there, a couple of uh, three points off third, aye, so game in hand, so you've got to think a decent chance. What about Stevie Wilson at Ardrossan? That's uh, my dark horse, is what Rose links, Stevie, or maybe they're sitting there 17, 31 points, getting a couple of games in hand, the teams above them, they could go runs up to Shelton. What about the appointment Mary Hill made, uh, Ross Wilson, the ex-Seven Meadow and Keller manager, uh, and that 
you're doing your Christmas here. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good appointment, Andy. Well, he's, he's had the experience at Urban Med. I don't think it quite worked out from there, but he, he knows the junior game, doesn't he? And he's, right. he's been about, so I think for me to help to get a, a manager in that, that's got experience at that, a lot of, a lot of clubs <coughs> kind of down there are, um, are trying the amateur route or whatever, but that guy knows the juniors, so... Right. Um, what about you, John? You, you know... Uh, ah, yeah, I know Ross through Keller Rovers days. Uh, he done a great job at Keller Rovers, but and I think it's got a point for Mary Hill because we all say about oh, money, 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 but you've got to be a good manager to handle money as well. And maybe that's why I went to Everton Mayor. Maybe he couldn't handle yeah. the money side to bring the players in that's expected. So well, we've got any money at Mary Hill, so we'll be fine. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It might be a good fit for him because he can then go and get his contacts for and get involved with the Rangers set up and things like that. Yeah. And there's no pressure on him. And I've just seen him went to Keller Rovers, he need pressure on doing there, and they come up with the goods. So, for Mary Hill's sake and Rossi's sake, I hope the same happens again. Well, there goes the final whistle in this show. My thanks to Andy, George and John for coming in tonight. Thanks very much for that. And all the best for the rest of the season, boys, and I hope you're winning Saturday. Hey, <laughs> 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 So, until the next time, on the Voice of Junior Football, take care and bye for now.